I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, January 22nd. Two resolutions on the agenda for the Quincy City Council tonight. The first seeks a citywide review of the existing zoning codes. Councilors Nina Liang, Noel DeBona, and Richard Ash and James Devine are proposing this resolution, saying a zoning review is needed because it hasn't been done since 1970, and since then, 295 amendments have been made. The resolution says with the new development in Quincy, a zoning review is needed as residents bear the brunt of the tax burden. The resolution calls on the administration, including the planning department, planning board, and inspectional services, conduct the citywide review of zoning codes and zoning maps. Also on the agenda tonight, a resolution seeking a review of potential adoption of the state's specialized stretch code that provides for more energy-efficient building codes. City Council meets tonight at 6.30 at City Hall. A Quincy woman who ran for governor is now running for a state representative's seat. Kimberly Duffy has filed a statement of organization for her committee with the Secretary of State's office. Duffy is running as a Republican for the second Norfolk District seat currently held by State Representative Tanky Chan of Quincy. Duffy ran as a Republican candidate for governor in 2021. Duffy's campaign chairman is Stephen Tugas, who ran for Quincy at-large city councilor in 2017. Today is the deadline for candidates to file campaign finance reports with the state. Three hikers, including two from Quincy, were rescued Friday night after they got lost near the summit of Mount Monadnock in frigid conditions. New Hampshire Fish and Game officials said their department was contacted by Monadnock State Park staff just before 5 p.m. about the lost hikers who were unprepared for the impending darkness and cold temperatures. The wind chill on Mount Monadnock at the time, 10 below zero. A rescue effort was immediately launched by members of the Monadnock State Park staff, Upper Valley Wilderness Response Team, and New Hampshire Fish and Game. The hikers were able to be reached by phone in order to help them find the trail and get below the tree line with just minutes of daylight left to help them navigate. Once the hikers made it to the tree line, they were unable to continue since they didn't have lights. Rescuers eventually made contact with the hikers and were able to provide gear to help them with their descent. New Hampshire Fish and Game says the hikers were 63-year-old Siren O'Connor and 50-year-old Somjak Wirapit, both from Quincy, and 37-year-old Promthep Kanku from Thailand. O'Connor's condition deteriorated on the descent due to the exposure to the extreme cold and the hiker's lack of warm clothing. Rescue crews stopped to give warm fluids to O'Connor and help her warm up. Due to her lack of strength and exposure, rescue was determined safest and most efficient way to get her off the mountain would be to carry her the remaining 1.3 miles. Officials said crews were able to assist Weirapit and Kanku down the mountain under their own power, arriving at the trailhead at about 8.30 in the evening. Authorities announcing on Friday they've identified two men who allegedly robbed a man with autism of over $100 back in August, 22-year-old Julius Houston Jr., and 20-year-old Antonio Taylor, both from Memphis, Tennessee, 
are wanted for larceny from a person and larceny from a disabled person, according to Plymouth Police. On August 23rd, three men allegedly surrounded a Walmart employee with autism as he was waiting for a ride in the area of Colony Place. The men were aggressive panhandlers, according to police, and convinced the victim to empty his wallet and give them $150. An investigation led by Plymouth detectives led to the arrest warrants. A third suspect is still at large. Attorney General Andrea Campbell are putting the town of Milton on notice, saying that if they're not in compliance with the MBTA Communities Act after a town-wide vote next month, the state will take legal action to enforce the law. On December 11th, a Milton special town meeting approved a zoning bylaw change to make their community compliant with the state's MBTA Communities Act a 2021 law that requires communities near transit lines to change zoning to allow for more multifamily units. The historic vote marked the most significant change to the town's zoning bylaws in more than 100 years. However, a petition will put the zoning change to the voters at large on February 13th. The Milton Neighbors for Responsible Zoning, who gathered 3,000 signatures for the petition, want to challenge Milton's designation as a rapid transit community. The group is advocating to vote no on Article 1. If the referendum passes, Milton will be the last rapid transit community to comply with the T's Communities Act. As of now, they are the only town to miss the end-of-the-year compliance deadline. town of Milton told the state that their compliance would depend on the results of the town-wide vote. Check of business news. This morning, stocks are higher. The Dow rose 395 points. The Nasdaq's up 255. The S&P added 58. Shares were mixed in Asia. The dollar's up. The euro's down. Oil at $72 a barrel. Sports Celtics beat Houston 116-107, to 107, and they are in Dallas tonight. At 8.30, Bruins will be hosting Winnipeg tonight at 7. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, mostly sunny and a high of 35 degrees. Cloudy tonight and maybe some mixed precipitation. Lows in the upper 20s. Tomorrow, some rain and snow. High of 39. Wednesday, snow will change over to rain. High of 37. Rain on Thursday at the high of 44. For the boater, waves about a foot, southwest winds, 10 to 15, gusting to 20 knots, high tide, 8.34 a.m. Sunrise, 7.06, set at 4.44. Traffic note, for River Bridge, scheduled to open Monday at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesday at 9 a.m. I'm Joe Catalano with an A.M. Quincy News Update for Monday, January 22nd.